You're listening to Wake Up Our Faith, the weekly broadcast from Uprint Faith and Personal Development. Connect with us on the web at uprint.life. Hello and welcome to Wake Up Our Faith. This is the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside down living. My name is Matt Ham. This is Kevin Adams, and uh, it is exciting to be with you guys today. Uh, for those of you who are regular listeners or, or viewers of the show, you kind of have a new setting today. We're kind of stepping into a new season, um, kind of expanding you know, our digital audience and tapping into uh, digital platforms. So, Kevin, this is exciting, but it's new, so we're yeah. still kind of feeling our way through it. Yeah, yeah, we've, we've chosen to, to become a little bit more efficient and uh, kind of figure out where, where the best traction is, and it's definitely in the digital arena. Sure. And uh, so we've, we're updating, becoming more efficient, streamlining, and uh, we're shortening the, the show a little bit, uh, and uh, hopefully we'll have powerful content and uh, brief segments. And, uh, you know, it's a good thing for us, but uh, just bear with us if things look different, and uh, we'll, we'll get to editing and, and Maybe some music and all that yeah. back eventually. Well, you know it's funny, man. This whole entire process for us is we've stepped into navigating uh, Uprint, following yeah. God to, to to start Uprint, to found our company, right. and then the radio show. It's always been a right. kind of learn as you grow That's right. type idea. So this is nothing new to us. We've been doing this yeah. since day one. Yeah, yeah, and we've got a you know uh, probably about a hundred fifty thousand uh, through digital market reach. So uh, very powerful, uh, but we just we're trying to cut the fat and uh, <laughs> right let let things that you know prune the tree so to speak and uh, but everything's going great and uh, it's always been about a conversation uh, exploring ideas and so we want to continue to do that and, and uh, yeah you know uh, invite folks into that I mean that's one of the things right. with digital is you can ask right. questions you can engage you can interact. And so we always invite our listeners to Absolutely. engage there, share this out in your communities, and grow with us. Yes. Uh, but do make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. Uh, we're on both iTunes as well as Spotify. Right. Uh, we'd love for you guys to subscribe. We've got, what, 100 hours of content there. Right. Uh, growing archive of, of resources to help you bridge the gap between Sundays. That's what we're about. Yeah, and also our, our runway through our portable faith community for delivering content is growing and uh, that's getting ready to uh, uh, have a, uh, some lightning behind it. Version two point yeah. four, whatever you want to so, call it. <laughs> that's right. So, so we'll be able to uh, to send out uh, our our these conversations and our our show. Yeah. Through that avenue, uh, and so it's really it, it's going to be great. Uh, but anyway, if things look a little different yeah. today or sound a little different. Just. Uh, Get excited because uh, it's this is a good move for us. Yeah. So so just for those that are that are kind of tuning in here, um, you can text the word Uprint, all caps Y O U P R I N T to three three two two two, and that'll kind of get you plugged into the portable faith. You'll get a reply letting you know how you can kind of participate right. with us and join. So text Uprint to three three two 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 if you're not already a member of the Portable Faith community. Right. And we'll begin a conversation that kind of invites you into that. So all of that being said, Kev, uh, we want to thank our corporate partners because yes. they're still standing behind yes. us and making this show possible. One of those being Century 21 Swoyer & Associates. This is our exclusive real estate partner. They've been doing real estate in southeastern North Carolina, family owned and operated more than 30 years. Uh, if you have any needs or interests in real estate here in Wilmington and the surrounding markets, Century 21 
Swallier, 910-256-0021, as well as Dr. Greg Veeman at Seacoast Skin Surgery and his ministry, Everlasting Strength. Right. Uh, you can check them out on the web, everlastingstrength.org. Uh, if you need to give them a phone call, 910-256-2100. Uh, many thanks to those folks for making the show possible. Yeah, one thing I want to add to that is, uh, is you know, we grow with our sponsors. Uh, we're also opening up the, uh, the avenue for them to uh, actually sponsor mentoring clients who... Or hardship cases, uh, you know, we we're able to help pay a mortgage for for someone last month, and uh, you know, help some folks eat, and, and and just some different things going on. So all of this points in the same direction, um, but their sponsorship is more than just uh, a signal that goes out to advertise. It's also these guys are partners, and uh, we stand together. But uh, they're also the next step for us is they will be uh, they're their uh, uh, support is uh, helping us, uh, and it will be directly linked to specific cases uh, of hardship. Yeah. A lot of a lot of young folks who simply can't afford the mentoring. So, uh, so these guys are really not only are they standing with us, but they are. It's very meaningful. So I think it's important to to mention that there's more than just some advertising yeah, well, a lot more it's a true partnership it's a holistic movement you know they're doing great business we support them That's right. we give them advertising right. but then the resources and like you said that they uh, bring to the table here right. we're utilizing it to do the work that right. God's called us to do and you know it's it's beautiful to see it because yeah. like you said and, and for those that are just tuning in maybe the work we do is discipleship right. in, in kind of traditional language. That's right. But like you said, there's a lot of folks that aren't necessarily in a position to engage that. That's right. And and so we want to be able to foster that in a community of yes. people that pours back into building the kingdom and yeah. watching God show up. That's right. Um, so so that being said, Kevin, one of the things we often see when we engage in, or you do more, you do all of the, the mentoring. Well, it's the beginning. Right. right. So, so as you navigate this, I think one of the challenges that we see is folks have circumstances um, that are troublesome um, or either circumstances that are really good. And so they get lost in the midst of these emotional swings right. based on their circumstances. And their faith is almost like a tether behind them that kind of comes along with wherever their emotions take them. Sure. So today's show, we're, we're, we're stepping into this idea of faith in context and putting context around faith. So right. let's kind of expand on that here in the first segment, and then we'll take a short break and come back for the second segment. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of things that we can talk about uh, on this. And uh, I think that one way, uh, you know, people are either striving for security. This is sort of cultural uh, or once they find it, then they fall asleep in the comfort of it. Mm. So, but you know, and we've all done it at some to some degree or another. It's just it's part of being in the world. Um, but you have to overcome that. So what what we're looking at is are the demand of your circumstances heavier, or the demand of your faith is mm. that heavier? And so you want to gravitate or grow into. It doesn't happen overnight, but grow into this place of working from rest. Uh, for peace rather than from stress for relief. Mm. So so really get a hold of that. You want to get to a place where your faith outweighs your circumstances. I mean, circumstances don't necessarily change uh, 
what happens is God makes us a true rock or building our house on a rock or, you know, I, I used the example of a live oak tree yesterday. Hmm. Well, how many hurricanes have come through the East Coast and how many of these trees are still standing? So that's what God wants us to be. There's some that have fallen, and, uh, uh, but there's some that just continue to stand. So being able to do that, you have to start from rest, learn how to do that, and work for peace instead of where most people are is working from stress, mm-hmm. aiming for relief. Aim for peace from rest, uh, and you'll, uh, yeah. you, you, you'll, you'll start inching into this. Well, you know, a lot of times what we'll, we'll walk through with folks is, let's say they're in a situation with, like, a, a work. You know, we, we deal with a lot of folks. Of course, we have faith in business as kind of the second segment of the show or the second, right. you know, part of the show here. Yeah. So, so many folks are stepping into uh, conversations, and there's tension at work. You know, it's a, a boss is mistreating them, or they've been wronged, or you know what I mean. They're they're not meeting expectations or whatever. Right. And so, what it creates for them is a stressful situation, mm-hmm. and and they want relief from it. And I'm just trying to bring a, an example yeah. to the table that someone can kind of wrap their heart around. Um, what what's something that you might have seen recently, and and of course not not personal to anyone, yeah. but just give an example of what that actually looks like from you know. Sure. Well, there's all kind of different things, um, <clears throat> but let's look at it this way. Let's, you, you want to put your faith in context, but you don't want to put it in a box. So mm. there's a difference there, and I like to call it dotted lines, not, not hard lines. But a lot of people, I, I hear this, it, it's almost a mantra. Well, I've got my faith over here, i got my family over here, i got my business over there, and... Um, what, what we want to do is, is turn that on its ear because it's, it's not a pie chart, hmm. you know, and we've said this a million times, but people, are, once they come into this, especially through mentoring, they, they scratch their head and go, oh my gosh, I see it. So they start to practice it. So I, I hear this all the time. Hey, Kevin, when I'm in front of you, I feel fantastic. The rest of the week is it's tough. So it's not just about being in front of Kevin or, or Matt or whoever. It's about we give you the tools to carry into the week and so you can develop your own faith. But, uh, but the, So it's looking at it more like, uh, like a skyscraper. You've always got to go through the bottom floor to get to the top mm-hmm. and, or to any floor. So you're looking at everything through God, through His foundation, Rather than, you know, he gets 70% of the pie chart, or mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. But uh, it's about putting God uh, or putting everything in context of your life, but not in a box, not right. a pie chart. Yeah, that, that, that idea of, of boxes and balance and juggling, it's, yeah. it's what's become kind of this cultural norm of like life balance, etc. But it, it really, you know, I don't think that you see that anywhere in Scripture at all. Uh-huh. There, there's no context of yeah. there's no there's no context in which Self-help Jesus language. teaches balance. Right. You know, he teaches peace. Right. And and what I would say is more of a centeredness, uh, yielding. Sure. Right. But we we've gotten this idea of balance from the gurus of the world. Right. And we try to apply it to faith. That's right. And it just doesn't work. There's no moderation when it comes to faith. Mm. If there is, then something's missing. Yeah. Um, Jesus didn't have moderation when it came to the love of his father and people. There was no moderation. Mm-hmm. He gave himself completely. That's it. So, uh, yeah, when you put yourself in a box, then you are, by default, uh, you know, doing that. 
uh, doing the opposite of what Jesus did. It's okay, a lot of people don't know they're doing it, but when you put your faith in context, what happens is it's like seeds in a field, and uh, they germinate, and that field pretty soon becomes a harvest. So a seed needs a field. You know, you wouldn't just throw a seed in the woods, mm -hmm. uh, nor would you put it in a jar. You plant it in a, in a field. So this is context, not a box. So how? So for someone who's, who's kind of tuning in and they're thinking about, you know, uh, how do I begin to put my faith into context? What's kind of a practice, or, or how can someone begin to step yeah. into that? I think awareness is the first step sure. here to go. Hey, I'm actually striving to balance my life. I've segregated my life, right. and I don't need to. Right. Uh, but if we want to start putting faith into context, what does that process yeah. begin to look like? Well, I think we, we've got to um, um, quit trying to hopscotch through. It's not hopscotch. Uh, it, it's more of a, it, it's a, a runway, and God's moving us through it. And, you know, I use a lot of metaphors, but it helps people see it. I think another way to look at this is your life, you have to see it as a movie, Hmm. And uh, God's already written and directed it, so what you want to do is go down front, get your popcorn, and start to watch the epic that, that unfolds. It's that simple. This is working from rest. You're sitting in that seat and listening and watching what happens, but you're engaging it. You're feeling it. All right. Um, so, But a lot of people, they just see the moments. They see life as a snapshot. They see a bad moment in traffic or this. So, you, you know, the enemy wants to keep us unproductive, so he keeps us looking at snapshots instead of a film. Yeah. Think of your life as a film. You would never go to a movie and want to see one frame or two frames. <laughs> right. You know, uh, it's like picking scripture out, and there's scripture that says Jesus is crazy. His brother said that. <laughs> Well, we wouldn't stop there. Right. So everything needs context, including your faith. Yeah, like that, movie. That, that's, that's, that's incredibly helpful because you might see a moment, kids are sick, I'm sick, whatever, right. and a snapshot of that moment, right. you're like, well, this is all terrible. Yeah. And when you that's live right. that way, that's actually how you feel. Yeah. But that's that idea of you just want relief right. from that moment yeah. instead of stepping back and yielding and letting God right. show you Right, right. You know what it is that he's doing in uh, in context. That's that's super good. Yeah. Um, so we are going to take a short break. Um, as I said, thank you for working with us through um, kind of the new format here uh, yeah. of the show. Uh, we do always want to invite you guys to be a part of what we're doing. Uh, you can check it out at uprint.life. That's y o u p r i n t dot l i f e. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be back for more right after this. Hey, this is Matt Ham, one of the co-founders of Uprint. I want to thank you so much for listening to our show, Wake Up Our Faith. But we also want to let you know about these incredible resources and services that we have to begin to help you bridge the gap between Sundays in your own life. Whether it's one-to-one -one mentoring, executive coaching, or biblical counseling, or our portable faith community, we invite you to email us at info at uprint.life. That's I-N-F-O at Y-O-U-P-R-I-N-T dot L-I-F-E to get plugged in and connected. Hello and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith. This is the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside down living. Matt Ham, Kevin Adams, and uh, we are with you every week here on the show. We appreciate you tuning in. We are live streaming on Facebook, YouTube, um, as well as Twitter account at Wake Up My Faith on Twitter. If you want to follow us there, right? Um, 
you know, and Kevin, like we said, this is uh, stepping into a new season for us, new format. So we're we're getting used to a little bit of the technology here. Yeah. Um, but it's 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 awesome, and uh, we appreciate you guys being here. So that being said, our corporate partners make this show possible, and they are a part of uh, this move of God that we see here in our city and beyond, and they support that in full. And uh, we're grateful for. It. We want to recognize them. One of those being Physical Therapy Services of Wilmington. That's ptservicesofwilmington.com on the web. Family owned and operated since 1983. More than 100 years of experience in the clinic there. If you have any needs at all, or any, any kind of pains or ailments or whatnot, make sure to give Russ and his team at uh, Physical Therapy Services of Wilmington a call. You can reach out at 910-763-8286. Also, our exclusive insurance partner, and that is the Honeycut Group. Uh, Chad and his, his organization, it's uh, 10 plus years in the uh, insurance business, family owned and operated as well. Any insurance needs you might have, whether it's home, auto, boat, uh, he's been super helpful to a number of our um, clients and listeners, so we certainly appreciate yeah. Chad and his team. We just switched over, to, <laughs> by the way, to, to Good. Chad. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. You can give them a call, 910-338-1773. Uh, so, Kev, today... We're diving into the idea of putting context around our faith right? and the, the tension that we see when we're walking with people uh-huh. is circumstances, momentary right. situations right. cause them to freak out. Yes. And so we're saying, don't do that. Right. And instead, see it like a movie. That's right. Instead of a Polaroid. Yeah. You know what a film, piece of film looks like. I mean, even though everything's digital now, um, but there's frames. So that there's context there for those frames that they're on a reel. The context is the film can, and you know, it, it goes on a projector, etc. And you know, the sound of it, if you're old enough, uh, even though they, they may still do that at the movies, I don't know. But uh, anyway, you, you have to learn to look at your life. Now, here's our scriptural example. Mm-hmm. When David was facing Goliath, uh, not only did he know he was going to win, but he had to look at the context. He had to look back. Mm-hmm. So you can prophesy your future, and not to get too churchy sounding, but you can prophesy your future based on your testimony of what mm-hmm. God's done for you. And uh, so David said, uh, the same God that delivered me from the paw of the bear and the paw of the lion will deliver me from this Philistine. Mm-hmm. That's how we know, and we grab that for ourselves, that's how we know there's a life center being created here. We're doing the work of it now. We're starting. We're stepping in. We're putting our feet in the water. And God is bringing the people, the business leaders, and it's happening. So we, we, we know he's going to do it. And there's no doubt about that. But if we don't put that in context, what we see are uh, the difficult days yeah. where you know we've got to negotiate contracts and uh, or you know, I, I, people uh, people say they're going to do something and then don't do it, yeah, and leave you hanging on the side yeah. of the road in a sense. Yeah, yeah. it's it's businessy, it's tough, and uh, but uh, or just physical things. You know, you've got kids that uh, here and there. You got so many of them they get sick. You, you, you know, there's always one of them sick. And I'm not putting that on you. Uh, you know, I was banging on my ceiling the other day, and and I don't know this. <laughs> I hurt my neck, and you know I think maybe God was kind of laughing at me, saying, "Hey, you don't need to do that. I got you," and uh, which He does. But if you just live in those things, and the the weight of your circumstances becomes your God. Oh man! Instead of the mm-hmm. weight of your faith, 
which, you know, so you kind of worship those things. But if you put it in context, you say, oh, my gosh. And you and I do this regularly. We, we do it. Practice it. Let's look back at how we started. Let's look back. Yeah. And I, and I even look back in my own life and go, the guy who is wealthy and then almost homeless is now sitting in front of, you know, with a good, great partner, perfect partner for me, and we're sitting in front of the, the top business leaders with favor, and, uh, and God's going to change his city because of that. Mm. So that's amazing. But anyway, yeah. so you've got to look at it like a movie instead of a bad moment. Right. You know, that, and that's the thing where... Um, or I, even a good moment. Yeah, sure. And, and a, I think it, it's humbling on, on that sense. It's like, hey, the movie's yeah. good right now, you know, but I'm just yielded. Right. And I'm going to watch and see what happens. I'm not placing expectations that's on, right. you know, all of that. Yeah. You know, one of the things, Kevin, is I, I was chatting with someone yesterday, met him for, for coffee, and they, they had a very um, tragic situation. They had a, a suicide in their family mm. when they were young, like a, 11 years it's old. Tough. Yeah. And it was, it was very difficult. And they found themselves in a position as like, well, how can I believe that God is good when this has happened? Mm -hmm. And that's the, that's the situation that we always see in this Classic kind of... question. Yeah, the argument of good things happen to bad people. Why would right. God, a good God, allow us to happen? But when people see that moment in their lives, and we have mm -hmm. many people who yeah. navigate the loss of loved ones. What what do you normally share with them as a starting point for them to begin to heal um, from, a, from a situation like that? Yeah, well, I think people have the wrong idea of God, and God's not, uh, he's not like a, it's not a magic wand or, you know, golden underwear or whatever you want to or call both. it. Or both. Yeah. You think Jesus is two feet off the ground and he's hovering around, and, you know, he's going, oh, I got that fixed for you, I got that fixed. Here's the problem with that, and, and but, but but teaching people, you have to have grace and, and gentleness, and I think the discernment, everybody's in a different place, so you, some people just need a kick in the butt, other people don't, but uh, the bottom line to that is the approach must be uh, our circumstances don't necessarily change. We're always being bombarded by the world, okay? So that doesn't change. Mm -hmm. What does change is us. And this is where Paul said, whether I'm rich or poor or whether I'm abased or bound, uh, I am content. So Paul found the secret, and that secret is Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Uh, but Paul understood the, the relationship to the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. So when you open that up, what God does is he makes you rocky. So you never, these things never have power over you anymore. Hmm. So when the world doesn't have power over you, when you, he removes fear, when you're not living by fear, you know, those three great fears we talk about, then you become steady. You become an anchor. You become a vessel that God can work through. Yes, it looks like weakness to the world, but guess what? When you're weak, God is strong, yeah. and uh, and there's nothing like it. And He puts you before kings, which we're seeing. Yeah. So it's about becoming tougher, not uh, eliminating circumstances. So mm. People look at circumstances and go, "Why would God do that to me?" He didn't. He doesn't send storms. He doesn't send cancer. Uh, and I, I, listen, I don't want to go on and on, but I think, you know, we've both been through some different things and difficulties, uh, and you've actually had cancer, but I've had a lot of very close calls, mm. and I think a lot of times what God's teaching me is He wants me to understand how to empathize and feel what that feels like to have to think about that, 
So even, you know, I had something removed the other day from dipping all these years, and uh, it wasn't cancer, thank you, Lord, but it was that layer of defense was missing. It was irregular cell activity, uh, talk through it and all that. Because I don't want to make it about me. I'm just saying that, that we those circumstances prepare us mm-hmm. to do the work that God's given us. That makes sure. sense. So it toughens us up. Absolutely. Well, it's like it's like anything that that God allows, you mm-hmm. know, is an opportunity for us to be prepared yes. for some future use right. that He has for us. Yeah. And so when we begin to see our circumstances as preparation yes. for the person that He has called us to be, yeah. we have to know in truth that He has someone out there mm-hmm. that is going to need yeah. our perspective That's and right. our preparation for that moment when right. it's a breakthrough for them. Yeah, yeah. And listen, it, it's not just a fun conversation. It's, it's the Bible. Yeah. First Peter 5 says this pretty much. Uh you know, it says humble yourself, but if you read right in the end, it says these these sufferings are encountered by your brethren around the world. Don't despair. Mm-hmm. But he says they're meant to establish you. Mm-hmm. And he uses some other adjectives, you know, depending on the version. But the point is, is every heavenly calling, every heavenly purpose has an earthly preparation. And we see that throughout Scripture. David was on the run from Saul. Joseph was in prison. Uh, you know, Abraham, you just name them, Esther, everybody has to be prepared. So a lot of times people are condemning God. Why would, why would a good God make me suffer? But it, it, it's a lot of times it's just pulling the hooks out. Yeah. Uh, it, it, pride, rejection, all these things that get, the, get on the throne of our heart instead of uh, focusing on what God is doing. If you do that, your life will unfold. Uh, and and I man I I'm looking back and I'm seeing it. Uh, it's just crazy. So, so so a thought here, Kevin, and, and we have a few minutes before we wrap up and go into our second um, you know segment of the show, Faith and Business. But mm-hmm. so when you let's say you have a, a kid who's sick, you uh-huh. know, and you want to believe that like in the moment right. you lay a hand right. and the fever is gone. Sure, we see that in the Bible. Yeah, you know, yeah. and so you step into that right. with kind of this Peter-like heart, you know, yeah. right. and yet the fever does not leave momentarily. Um, how do you begin to navigate through those moments when you yeah. feel like you're bringing what you got to bring to the table, <laughs> yet you don't feel like that the outcome is what you would expect it to be? Yeah, well, it, no, that's and it's a very difficult question. I'm not saying we've got the solid, full answers, but we do have an answer. God is not. Uh, the great I can, and we, you know, he's the great I am willing. And if you look in Luke, where I guess it's the uh, uh, the leper, he says, "Lord, if you're willing, you can make me clean." And what does Jesus say? He says, "I am willing." willing. So Jesus is always willing. What we are, oftentimes, it, it's not it's not about being more determined and faithing your way through it. it, it faith is not determination; it's yielding. It's the opposite. Mm. So a lot of times when we're praying for people, we kind of try to go all in and think that harder is better. It's, it's not. It's actually believing God and trusting everything about Him. So even if your kid is sick and it doesn't go away uh, immediately, uh, you know what? That does. It never relieves our responsibility to be faithful. If it's not faith, it's it's if it's not from faith, it's sin, and you can't please God without faith. So no matter how many times you've prayed and it didn't work, so to speak, it doesn't relieve our responsibility to mm-hmm. be faithful. To stay faithful. we got to trust Him. 
one other thing to add to that, and there's a lot, there's a can of worms here, because mm -hmm. there's a lot of reasons people don't engage this, but one of them is they're just not patient. Mm -hmm. You know, and some things are just uh, difficult and unexplainable, but there again, we can rest in God's peace, and He will take anything that becomes tragic, and I've known people who've lost their children and, and, and uh, friends, but that God has given them this incredible voice because of it, and it's ministering to thousands of people. Sure. But he always is making beauty from ashes. Just, so there's always an answer here. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, and just the, the, the hope that that creates, yeah. that in, in him all things consist, That's right. and that he draws it into bringing forth his purposes, yes. even through the ill intentions of the enemy. Absolutely. And that's one of the things that I love about Joseph's story is when he can look and he goes, what you intended for evil, that's right. You know, God intended for good. That's right. But that's a mature Joseph on the back end yeah. of seeing God put him in front of Pharaoh. Right. And 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 drawing him out of the prison season. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, so often we we uh, we want to fast forward through that part of the movie, yeah. right? Yeah. Going back to that well, analogy. He did. he did. Yeah. And he you know, he was why the heck he said when the wine bibber and the and the baker came in there, this was two years before he got out, he said, uh, well, I don't deserve to be here. He he's been in there whatever twelve years or whatever. He's got two more to go, and I can't remember the exact years, but why? It's because he still had a little seed of pride in him from way back, and God left him in there two more years to prepare him. But look what he did mm -hmm. once he was prepared. So that's what God's doing a lot of times, yeah. and uh, it's going to be good. He's going to put you in front of kings or queens because uh, he's going to use you. Yeah. So it all works together. Yeah, the beautiful thing is God... Not wants, easy, though. Right, not easy. God wants to make himself known through us. Absolutely. And so we get yeah. to yield and, and become that vessel. Well, guys, uh, thanks so much for tuning in to uh, kind of episode one here, this new season right. of Wake Up Our Faith. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate you guys being a part of this. Uh, we're going to be back in just a moment for Faith in Business. Um, but want to encourage you guys to connect with us. You can email us, info at uprint.life. Or you can check us out on the web, uprint.life. That's Y-O-U-P-R-I-N-T dot L-I-F-E. Thanks so much for being here today, and we'll look forward to uh, being back with you next week.